0: Another solo episode with me, your girl Amanda, and uh, I got another request for this topic. So it's actually something I'm super passionate about, so happy to talk about it. But this week, I want to dive into generational trauma, and it really seems as though a lot of you also struggle with uh, generational trauma or maybe something that kind of looks like generational trauma. So I thought that I would talk about like what mine are and what like it actually is. And maybe that can help you understand if this is something that you're going through. Because I think from my own experience that I never thought that I had like trauma in my life and i still kind of feel weird when i say the word trauma because i think for most of my life anyways i have thought of trauma as like something really really horrific like abuse or you know just like abandonment just like it had to be like really horrific to be categorized as trauma little did i know that's actually not true And I can thank my children for that because they have shown me that I do have traumas in my life. And so I've really worked really hard since um, having Scarlett to really work on these and change myself as a person entirely. And this has been the hardest work I've ever done, but it's been really worth it. So... Let's start with like, what is generational trauma? Like, I don't have the exact definition, but from what I understand of it is like, it is something that's passed down through generations. So something where, you know, maybe we, you don't talk about certain things, or maybe you don't, you know, talk about emotions. Let's use that as an example. And you know that old saying where it's like, well... When I was brought up, we never said, my parents never said, I love you. So like, I'm going to parent that way. So that's like something that's passed down and can affect the children. So that is something where, you know, where people are saying I'm a cycle breaker. It's because they are taking that generational trauma, acknowledging it, and breaking that cycle and they're parenting differently. So that is what I am doing. And it's hard ass work. So, for anybody that is doing it or thinking about doing it, I want you to know that it's so hard, but you can do it. And there is a support system out there for you. I can be your support system. There's, you know, you could get a therapist who understands this stuff. It's heavy shit. And it's also really hard to parent in a parenting style that you actually have no idea what you're doing. So, like, I feel like on the regular, we have no idea what we're doing as parents, but then I feel like my parents parented myself and my brother a specific type of way that I don't agree with. So I'm also parenting kind of alone. Like my parents are here for support, but like I don't really need or want their support because they don't agree with what I'm doing and I don't agree with they're doing or what they did. So it's like the blind leading the blind, really, <laughs> and it's just it's really hard to navigate what kind of parent I want to be when I actually truly have no idea what I'm doing. So So let's talk about what my biggest generational trauma is and its emotions. So it's like the example I used earlier. So when we were younger, my parents didn't really allow us to express Emotions and this isn't a knock to my parents. You know, my parents were also raised this way and did the best that they could. And I think they're fantastic, amazing human beings and parents. So, this is not an episode where I'm trying to knock my parents because I think they're incredible humans. But, uh, so let's give an example of like, say, when we were younger, we were not allowed to like whine and cry you know, big girls don't cry, big boys don't cry, that type of situation. And we also brushed a lot of things under the rug. So if there was big issues, we didn't really have conversations about them. We would just pretend they didn't exist and move on. There was very high levels of anger with both of my parents. I think now knowing what I know, is because they bottled their emotions and exploded and i think my brother and i did the same as kids and i know i do it as an adult i struggle now trying to express my emotions especially when they're negative emotions i don't know how to properly explain how i'm feeling i mean i'm getting much better at it but it's really hard um, I don't know how to tell people that I'm upset with them. I'm a huge people pleaser because I don't want to make people upset. And really and truly, it affects every part of my life. You know, I hate that I feel guilty feeling my feelings sometimes. And that's been something I've really had to work through. So when I had kids, you know, I didn't kind of really manifest right away, but it was when I had Scarlett and Connor was two. So we entered, you know, like terrible twos and tantrums and all of those really fun things. And I just remember like his whining would send me over the edge. Like, and I would immediately snap back at him and say, like, you don't need to cry. Like, that's enough. You're going on a timeout. You know, just really like putting a pin in those emotions. Like, you know, teaching him that your emotions are not valid, they're wrong. And if you continue acting this way, you're going to your room. So then also invalidating him even more and kind of leaving him alone with these huge emotions. And I found that every time he whined or cried, it would really, really, really just like make my skin crawl. So because I was diagnosed with postpartum depression. I was already in therapy so I mentioned this to my therapist and she just looked at me point blank and she said well how do you process like you know harder emotions how do you process those negative feelings that you have and I was like I don't I just you know I just swallow them and move on and eventually I explode and she was like telling me how unhealthy that is and so she was also asking me you know when you were young what was the response when you would whine or cry And I told her, you know, it was, that's not allowed. And she was like, well, that is why your son triggers you so much. He triggers your inner child who was told her whole life that she wasn't allowed to express herself in that way. So when he does it, it is like an automatic, no, this is not allowed. And it like kind of like, um, stimulates your trauma response, I guess. And so that was mind blowing to me. And so I really worked on this with her and learning how to express my emotions in a more healthy manner has helped me understand my kids. And it's helped me understand that my kids are just human beings and they have emotions. And yes, of course, are the terrible twos like a bit dramatic? Of course they are. But in that moment, your child is having such an explosive reaction and like that means something to them. So it's not healthy for me to shut my children down and say, you know, that their behavior is inappropriate because it's appropriate for their age, but then they need me to teach them how to properly and in a healthy way, express these emotions. Like obviously I'm putting a pin in it if there's hitting involved or punching or throwing or whatever. But so now I can tell you when my kids have really big emotions, I will sit with them with these emotions. Generally I give them a hug and I try and get them to tell me exactly what's going on. Like let's name the emotion. Like how are you feeling? Are you mad? Are you sad? You know, are you frustrated? Are you whatever. And that seems to help. Um, I find helping them name the emotion is really helping getting down on their level and just sitting with them in this like negative emotional spiral that they're on really helps. And then eventually once they've calmed down and just say like, do you need a hug? And I've never been denied the hug. And then sometimes when I hug, especially with Connor, he'll just sob. He will just sob. So then sometimes I feel like, that's a win like i feel like you know i'm his safe place now and so when i hug him and he just sobs it's like he's letting all this emotion out but knows i'm a safe place to come to and knows that you know i'm i will be here for him when he needs to like let it all out um so again like that just seems to be what's working with me and my family so i have really found that the generational traumas in regards to emotions have really impacted me as a mom. It really was a huge red flag to me. It was really affecting the mom I wanted to be. I can remember like and even still it's still something I struggle with guys. Like I talk a big game here, but like I still have bad days and I want you to know you will still have bad days. I still have bad weeks where I'm just like, oh Amanda, like you've gotta just pull pull it back here and If you fall into this trap where you're, you feel like you're screwing it up or you feel like you're not doing, you know, what you're quote unquote supposed to be doing. Remember that you can just look at your kids, apologize and move forward. I now look back and think like, if my parents acknowledged the stuff that they did that made me feel less than as a child, what a huge thing that would have been as a child to hear your parent be like, wow, I'm so sorry. I should not have acted that way that was wrong of me. And I'm very sorry. Like it's huge. And I know my kids appreciate it. I see it in their face. So how has it impacted me as a mom? It has just really changed the parent I wanted to be. I think I went into parenting thinking I was going to be exactly like my parents and then guiding myself through it. It's like, this isn't working. Something doesn't feel right. I don't like doing this. I don't like exploding on my kids I hate when they look at me like, you know, they. I'm not their safe place. So that was huge for me and it impacted me in a sense of I've just changed the type of parent I want to be. I am now taking the more of like the gentle parenting route. Um, I can also tell you that it's impacted me to realize that I I parent both kids differently. Like, I don't know if any of you that have multiple kids have ever noticed that, but I, I can't, like, one size does not fit all in this house. Like, I have to be more gentle with Connor. He is very emotional, very, just, he's sensitive. Scarlett is much more hard-headed. I have to be more stern with her, and I have to tell her. It has to be very black and white. Connor, I have to sit, like, in the gray, and we have to, like, really work through things, and I found when I tried to parent Connor, like, Scarlett, that was horrible, backfired in my face and vice versa. So it's also taught me that I can't be the same mom to both kids. And that's been hard to navigate as well. So also a lot of you asked me, what am I doing to change this? I am in therapy. I have been in therapy almost the entire length of the pandemic. I, I love therapy. I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I feel like There's always something for me to work on as a human being, as a mother, as a woman. I feel like there's so many layers to me. There's so many layers to each and every one of us. And I am just a work in progress all the time. And learning how to become the best version of myself has been the most incredibly moving experience. It's been the hardest experience, but it has been so worth it. So if you're feeling any type of way like I am, maybe therapy could be an answer for you. Maybe you need to bounce these ideas off somebody and work with someone where they can really guide you and help you along the way and maybe identify these traumas or identify maybe the needs that weren't met for you and that you're struggling to meet your children's needs because of this. Like It's it's like a web of insanity, to be honest. Like, I have connected with so many of you, and just the amount of you that have said that you also have gone through or are going through a similar thing. Like, really, our kids are amazing, but they also, they change you. And I know that a lot of people say, like, motherhood changes them or changes you as a person, but... It has thoroughly changed me inside and out and completely for the better. It has been so hard and in the depths of depression, I honestly thought like, what, why, why is this happening? Like, why do I deserve this? But now being on the other side of it, it's like, it was so worth it. And it was such an important and incredible lesson that my kids taught me and they don't even know they taught me. So if you are in it I'm with you. I see you. I hear you. You know, you're not alone and you're going to get through it. And I, I hope that this has helped anybody who is struggling with their generational traumas. And like I said, if there is something that maybe you don't understand, look up a therapist in your area and see if uh, therapy could maybe help. It's been literally a guiding light for me. So Anyways, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you.